there are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 Chai FM, this is Soul to Soul on a Friday afternoon here in a beautiful Johannesburg. It is the first Shabbos of the year of the year 5780 and a warm, warm welcome to this era of Shabbos. And of course, it's it's a unique and amazing Shabbos. It's Shabbos Pashas Vayelach. It's also called Shabbos Shuva or Shabbos Te Shuva. And uh, we read a special Aftarah. Shuvah Yisrael HaRashem Lekecha. And it's the, the Shabbos, the first Shabbos of the year, it's the Shabbos of hope. It's the Shabbos of connection. It's brought that this was actually the first Shabbos since creation. If you understand that God, that uh, God created Adam or Isha, the first man on Rosh Hashanah itself, which according to the way it's brought down, was on an Erev Shabbos, was on a, a Friday. So that's that's Rosh Hashanah. That was immediately followed by the first Shabbos. And even though Adam Mauritian committed a, a, a terrible sin on the Friday, which uh, uh, caused him to be ejected, from Ganedim, because God was worried that should he leave him there, he might come to eat from the, the Eitzachayim, from the other tree, which he would have no way of being able to rectify that, and therefore God decided to throw him out. Hashem didn't throw him out until after Shabbos, until after Shabbos is over. Why wasn't Hashem worried that on <clears throat> that on Shabbos uh, uh, he might go right then and eat from the from the Yitzchayim, so the Holy Sforim say, because Shabbos is such a day of connection, of closeness to Kodesh Baruch Hu, that it's not possible to do to do an Aveir. And of course, that's that's the the concept of of, of Tshuva time of these ten days is to develop a relationship, a closeness with our Kodesh Baruch Hu, that hopefully will give us the strength to to not want to sin, to not want to belie the trust and the confidence and, and the relationship that we have. That we have with with uh, with, uh, with with Hashem, and you know, just to talk a little bit about the concept, the 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 tour in in uh, in Simon Tovshin Vov uh, uh, uh brings down that there's an obligation for everyone to ask Mechila to ask forgiveness from his fellow Jew on on Erev Yom Kippur, n- not only. Because that is part of tshuva. Obviously, if one did something to someone else, one wronged them, one said something one shouldn't have, one did something one shouldn't have, one took something one shouldn't have, one has in one's possession something that doesn't, that doesn't uh, belong to them. So of course, in order to right that wrong, one has to go and apologize, one has to return the object, one has to make, make right what, what, what was wrong. But that's not the only reason. The other concept of why one has to Ask Mechila is so that all the hearts of the Jews should be like one. If we have total oneness, total unity, that will leave no opportunity for the, the Satan to be able to prosecute against, against the, 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 the Jewish nation. And therefore, Klai Yisrael on Yom Kippur, we in fact, uh, 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 share the same 
characteristics as the as the malachim, as the angels, right? In that in that peace and unity reign among them. Kula mahuvim, kula berurim, kula gvon. They're all together. Kula moisim, beim of yiritzon kan. They're all willingly and 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 uh, in unison do the will the will of our kodesh baruch on on uh, Yom Kippur. We reach that same we reach that same uh, that same level. In fact, in the word by Yam Derech, he asked the question that the the Gemara says in 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 Yuma that the we know the gematria of the word Hasatan is three hundred and sixty four, which is one short of of a whole year, and and this teaches us that the Satan cannot present any any prosecution against Klaisel on this day of of uh of, of Yom Kippur. So you ask, I don't understand. If if anyway, Yom Kippur is a day of total unity among Skaisa where we're all Belevechad, we're all together, we're all Vast Machila, we're all standing before Kaddish Baruch. So anyway, the the Sultan wouldn't be able to to prosecute against it. It's our unity that that puts up a shield, that puts up a protection against the Sultan. Even without the fact that on Yom Kippur he has no Right to prosecute, but you wouldn't be able to since we're totally we're totally unified. So he answers that you're right that without the 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 our deeds of 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 actors of coming together, so even though uh, uh, the Satan has no rishus on the 365th day of the year, and he cannot prosecute us, nevertheless he's also not going to come and testify. For our benefit on our behalf about the good that we have, we have achieved. However, when we have both things, when we have a day that stops them from prosecuting, and then on top of that, the unity of Christ, like Yishachal together, and, and this complete shalom, so now the Sultan's going to go ahead and actually testify on our behalf in order that a Kurdish Baruch Hu should pass a good judgment for, for, for Yishachal. In fact, the, the Tanit Velio says that Hashem tells Amisho, my beloved son, I'm, I'm lacking nothing for which I need to come unto you to provide me with. HaKadosh Baruch is, is, is Kal Yochal. He has everything. He is everything. The only thing, he says, that I, I want from you is three things. That you should be Oyavim Zedze. You should love one another. You should mechabdin zezer. You should honor one another, and yireim zemizeh. One should have awe. One should have respect for one another. That's what the Rebbeinu Shlom wants from us. I mean, can you imagine such such a, a, a request? I mean, it it really boils down to that. Everything Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants from us is love, honor, and respect another Jew. If we were able. To achieve this, so Mashiach would have already been here, and, and the Besamikdash for sure would have been rebuilt years ago. It, it was the lack of that that caused the Besamikdash to be destroyed in in the first place. And of course, this is uh, this is uh, alluded to in in the very very first words of Megillas Eicha Eicha. Right, that uh, Chazal tell us that the first base Hamikdash was destroyed because of the three Sirius Averis, 
murder, adultery, and and avodah And these three are hinted by the letter hey of the word eicha, which symbolizes the hey chumash and chamisha, the chamisha chumshetayra. And the second basement was destroyed by sinaschinam, which is hinted to in the remaining letters, the ayin, the yud, and the chaf, which symbolize the lack of ava, yira, and, and covet. That was the cause of the, of the chukubin. We didn't have those, that kind of relationship with our fellow Jews, and that brought about the, the, the destruction. So, but, but, but it goes even, even beyond that. There's a post in Tehillim that says, Ka'ayal taroig al afike moyim, ke nafshi taroig elecha el el elekim. And, and, uh, the, the, the grammar of this posuk actually is, seems to be in, uh, in, incorrect because the noun ayal which is a, a heart or a, or a gazelle. So that is presented in, in the male, in the male gender, while the word ta'aroig is, is female. Either both words should be presented as, is the male gender or in the female, female gender. So one of the answers that's uh, given to this question is, is built on, on two separate statements of Chazal. One Chazal states that the the heart has a very 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 narrow, uh, I guess you call it birth birth canal, and that when it gives uh, when it gives uh, 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 birth, so it's a, it's an extraordinarily painful process for the uh, for the uh, for the animal. That's the one Chazal, and another Chazal say another characteristic. Of, of the heart is that when due to a lack of, of rain, there's a, there's a drought. So it says all the animals assemble and approach the heart asking it to daven for them. So once you have these to Chazal, so the, what would happen if both scenarios happened simultaneously? In other words, the heart is giving birth and the mother is approached by the animals to daven for them for, for rain. The pastor tells us that it's as if the mother forgets about her own pain. She abandons her, her, her female characteristic and instead she takes care of the, uh, of the, she almost like takes on the, the, the physical identity of a male heart, which obviously doesn't have the capacity to, to give birth and experience the, the pain. So by doing so, she's able to focus completely on the pain and anguish of all the other animals and, and davens on their behalf for the, for, for, for rain. That's what David Melech is davening for. Says, nafshi Says that I should also possess the same nefesh, the same quality as the female heart, and be able to completely put aside all my personal tzaras, all my personal issues, and daven rather for the 
a revelation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's glory to the entire, to the entire world. So this very, very special kind of a chesedika, a characteristic of the female ayal, which is what we as, as Jews strive to, to duplicate and, and kind of implement in our ben adam lachavera. So it's actually, he says, in, hinted to in, in the letters of the word ka'ayal. Because the, the lamed of a word always means something that goes towards, that gravitates towards. And the other three letters, the chaf, ayin, yud, again, gives us the same acronym we had before. It's the kavit, the ava, and the, uh, and the yuri, which every yid is meant to feel for, for another, for another yid. So we're, we're, we're in the same way as the ayal is able to abandon her own pain, her own suffering as, as she gives birth and is completely able to focus on the needs of the rest of the animals. That's what Dovid Melech Davins, that every year that he personally and every year should be able to do to get ourselves, move away from ourselves and, and, and focus on, on, uh, on, uh, on, uh, on, on Klaiso. And, uh, you know, they, they, they tell a, a, uh, a story, there was a very successful company that was looking for a, a new, uh, a, a CEO that was going to lead the company to a, a new level of, of success by possessing a kind of exceptional kind of people, people skills. And obviously many, many candidates came for the job. And, and during the interview, the same question was asked to everyone. Question was as follows. If you were driving your car and it was pouring with wind and rain and you pass a bus stop where there are three people waiting for the bus to come, all three are drenched and cold. The three people are an old man, a famous doctor who in the past operated on you and saved your life. And your close childhood friend that you haven't seen in years. You have a mini, your car has only room for one, one passenger. Who would you choose to pick up? Each of the candidates obviously thought for a moment and gave their answers to quite a difficult dilemma. Yet only one of the 50 or more applicants gave the desired, the desired answer. What's the answer? Well, you're going to have to wait until after the break, and we'll fill you in on it. In the meantime, uh, ponder that thought. This is Soul to Soul on 11.9 High FM, the greatest Jewish radio station in all of Africa. There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM, we're back on your radio here in Johannesburg, as we do it always at this time in the show. Give you the important times you need to know for this Shabbos. Shabbos Kurdish begins this afternoon at 5.51, nine minutes before six is the latest time for putting on your Shabbos candles, but of course, as the first Shabbos of the year, let's get a good start, let's set a new tone for the uh, Tosh and Pei and run a few minutes ahead of ourselves so we can add a few extra minutes of joy and enjoyment to the Shabbos Kodesh. 
Shabbos Kodesh ends tomorrow night at 6.41. And of course, as we know, we're right in the middle of the uh, Aseris Yemei Tshuva. Uh, Yom Kippur is coming up, in case you don't know, on Tuesday night and uh, and Wednesday. And that, of course, is the pinnacle of this period of the 10 days of, of repentance. What was the answer that the, uh, the what's called the interview board wanted to their dilemma? So what the answer they wanted was that you should give your keys to the doctor to drive the old man to the hospital because there's always a chance he could get chasom in the cold and rain. He could get pneumonia. Take him to the hospital to get him checked out while you and your dear friends, they should wait together for, for the, uh, for the, for the bus. And, and that was the specific answer that reflected not only sensitivity, Towards the doctor who you owed Hakaras Atayv to for saving your life, and to the old man who Kasham could have gotten sick, but also showed the sterling character and 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 the midas, especially the chesed of of performing an act of of, of kindness, even as kind of one's own uh, one's own uh, one's own detriment. And it's it's that's really what what it's all about, you know. And they always said that the the word unity. And the word untie are, are the same letters in, in the English language. And, and really one, in order to achieve true, true unity, one has to kind of untie oneself and, and, and stop being completely wrapped up in, in, uh, in, in your own life, in your own issues, and actually unite and think about the other people. And that is what, what uh, the mission of, of Yom Kippur is, that we should be a complete unified uh, and just think about other, other about other people at the uh, during the shiva of the Kleisenberger Rebbe, um, an old woman who nobody knew came to the to the shiva house. With the, she was holding a small plastic bag, and when she came down, she when she came in, she started telling a story that after World War Two, so the Kleisenberger Rebbe made a regular habit of visiting. The, uh, the DP camps to, to give chizuk, to give physical, physical and, and, and spiritual, uh, uh, sustenance to, to the people. And, uh, she says that he came to uh, two girls who were speaking, were speaking Yiddish, which indicated they came from a Heimische kind of background. And he turns to one of the girls and says, well, why aren't, why aren't you wearing, uh, socks? It's, uh, it's more tzniistic for, for a girl to be wearing socks. And she says to the Rebbe, I don't even have enough food to eat. How can I worry about, about socks? And there in public in front of everybody else, the Rebbe took off his own socks and gave them to her to, 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 to put on. And she says to the family, I am that girl and I want to return to you the, the socks that, that, uh, that uh, he gave me. Again, that's just an example of a Godel's complete Complete bittle of oneself and, and, and total concern for other people's spirituality and, and, and that is what, and that really is what, what, uh, what Yom Kippur is, is, is all, is all about. And, and we end Yom Kippur by saying Shema Yisrael, by the, the concept that all of Kaiso is, is, is one, all of Kaiso is unified with, with our Kaddish Baruch Hu, And that's the greatest level we can, we can achieve. Halavai, we should be saying this, this Yom Kippur, to be able to all of us forget 
our own issues together, our own pettiness, and completely bind ourselves with the with the with the oneness and unity of of of, of the Jewish of the Jewish nation. We are going through some of the laws that are relevant to to uh, Yom Tov. We're talking about what you can and cannot prepare on on uh, on on Yom Tov. So we said that the the basis for the allowance to uh, do certain malachas and prepare certain foods on Yontif is so that I should be able to uh, uh, prepare the food and make him in the nicest way possible and add to to the joy of the uh, of the Yontif because obviously uh, you cannot compare let's say the taste of a uh, freshly baked challah or, or or a cake that's baked just that morning to one that's baked before it may have been frozen, whatever it is, there's, there's, there's a qualitative edge on the, on, on the, on that, or, or, you know, something that's, uh, something that's, uh, you, you know, you, you fry your, your, your schnitzel or whatever, or you bake your, your potatoes that are just fresh. That's certainly a higher degree of simchasyantav than something that's prepared, uh, 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 yesterday. But, uh, but since that is the, the, the basis, since one's allowed to prepare food on Yontif in order to add to the joy of Yontif. So, uh, there's no need then to, to make, a, 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 an effort to prepare those things on, on Erev Yontif. And even on Yontif night, one's allowed to cook food for, uh, that night. Obviously, uh, although if one had cooked all that food, let's say for the night meal, uh, before, before Yontif started. So it's still, the food would still would have been, uh, would have been good, but there's an e- extra added edge to it, and therefore we don't make a distinction whether it's for the night meal or the day meal, you're allowed to cook on, uh, on, uh, on, on Yontif. Right? Provided that this is food that actually tastes better if it's cooked just before the, the suda, that you're allowed to, you, that you're allowed to, uh, to, to uh, cook, and even obviously today we have all kinds of uh, refrigeration, and we can we can keep things fresh, and we can keep uh, baked goods fresh. Uh, still, the 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 heter has not changed. One is still allowed to prepare all those foods on uh, on uh, on Yontif, since the food itself, without these external uh, support mechanisms, are better when they are are cooked uh, uh, right away, but. That's only going to be for those things that are better on Yom Tov. However, after the break, we'll talk about food that could and should be prepared before Yom Tov, and it's better that way that it's going to be forbidden to cook. But we'll come back after the break. This is Soul to Soul on 101.9 Chai FM. Stay with us. There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM, we're back on the radio here in Johannesburg on Air Shabbos. And we're talking about the fact that any food which would not be uh, detrimentally affected or, or taste not as good if it would be prepared before Yom Tov, so that food has to be prepared before, before Yom Tov. And if you didn't, Prepare them before Yom Tov. So then if you wanted to do it on Yom Tov, you would have to do it some kind of a deviation. You have to change 
the way you prepare the the food. And and that deviation doesn't have to be a huge change because the whole purpose of making some kind of an alteration the way you do it is to remind you that it's yontiv, that you really shouldn't come to do any milacha that's forbidden on, on yontiv. Let's say, for example, let's say uh, uh, you generally, uh, what would be a shino if you normally prepare and uh, put the food on the on the table, you should change and put it, let's say, uh, put a tablecloth or a, or a tray and, and prepare the food that way. Do something that will just jar you, that will just remind you that it is, it is yamtiv. And if someone didn't prepare any of these foods on, on Arab yamtiv, let's say, uh, it was a crazy day and you just didn't get a chance to do it, you went, you wanted to, so then you'd be allowed to prepare them even on yamtiv without any kind of a, a, uh, a deviation. And the same thing as regards particularly the malacha of, of boyer, of, of separating and, uh, and, uh, and selecting, uh, or other malachas where, where Chazal allowed them on Yanta for food preparation. Anything that could be done on Erev Yamtiv without in any way negatively affecting the food, one needs to do that on and if you didn't do them on Erev Yontif, you can do them on Yontif, but you need to do it in a, in a slightly unusual, unusual way. Um, in terms of, let's say, preparing the utensils you might need in order to prepare the food on, uh, on Shabbos, let's say, whatever it is that you're going to need for, for making the food. So, the, 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 the problem is that, uh, uh, you don't really have a, 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 a reality today that we're allowed to, let's say, fix. Let's say, for example, you need, uh, to sharpen a, uh, a knife on, uh, on, 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 on Yontif. So according to many of, of the Paiskim, sharpening a knife, I need the, the knife to cut my potatoes, but sharpening a knife is forbidden. Because that is considered as if you're actually making a new utensil. You're taking a, a, a knife that was virtually uh, uh, not usable, and and you're re and you're re uh, making it. Furthermore, when the when I don't need to to do it because I, let's say I could uh, prepare the food even without fixing the the clay, so it's forbidden then to to fix up that uh, mechanical thing that I need for the preparation of, of the food because that is what we call tircha, that's a, an unacceptable amount of work and bother on on uh, on Yontif and it, it's not absolutely essential and therefore it's it's uh, it's forbidden. Furthermore, only that which I need specifically for food preparation would be allowed. But let's say one step removed, let's say, for example, uh, I can't uh, straighten, let's say, uh, I, have a, I have a key that I need to get in uh, to my, to my uh, you know, warehouse to get something. So I can't straighten a key in order to open up my, 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 my storage room where I, have, where I have food because the food itself, the, the, the key itself isn't, isn't actually preparing 
the food, it's, it's one step, it's one step to remove. It just creates a possibility to be able to get to the, to the, uh, to the food. You get, you get the, uh, you get the, the, the concept. That leaves us with very little time to do anything else and, uh, I'm being told that it's time to get off. So just take the opportunity to obviously to wish you all a wonderful Shabbos and as we approach uh, Yom Kippur to which, to which every one of our radio family, uh, an easy but meaningful fast, may we, may we take Yom Kippur seriously and, and, and resolve to make the kind of changes, to make the little improvements that can qualitatively change our lives, change who we are, and Bez Hashem, the year of Tav Shem Pei should be a year of, of success, of happiness, of nachas, of brocha, of parnasa, for all of, for all of Kaisong, obviously all of, all of us here in, in, in Johannesburg, and just to thank you as always for taking the time to listen to our show, to be part of what's going on here on Chai FM, which is amazing, amazing, uh, 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 uh stuff, and to thank you for particularly listening to, to this segment of the, uh, of the programming, and to wish each and every one of you a beautiful Shabbos of Nucha, Shabbos of Kedusha, make the first Shabbos of the year something really, really special. And just to all of our radio family and those beyond, to everyone, a good Shabbos.